Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and again, thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I'm your host, and today is going to be an extremely interesting episode because what I put together and actually started to try and opened my wife's eyes has nothing to do with anything that I've read about BPD or with relationships. Um, It actually came to mind... Um, this week when I was doing a comparison with purchasing a vehicle and a cell phone I put down pros and cons and something came to mind when um, I was actually looking at some cell phones and one that I was really interested in I started to dislike when I started seeing the cons and I said wait a minute I wonder if I use the same analogy with my wife and do the pros and cons of her good side and her bad side and bring it up to her and let her open her own eyes and let her see for herself what I and other people see in her on her good side and what she would like to display to myself, herself, and other people around her. So I think you'll find this very interesting and what the results have come out to. So stay tuned. Uh, keep listening, and again, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody, and again, thank you for listening to the show. So this episode, the pros and cons good side and the bad side so my wife had gotten her um, her stimulus check and um, she needed to get a vehicle so um, you know I told her I said the first thing we want to do is you know let's look at all the vehicles you know that you pick out and I said you know let's wear the pros and cons you know some of them four cylinders um, you know so they better run gas mileage um, you know, some of them are older, so we started looking at, you know, potential, 
um, high maintenance costs and, you know, how much parts were, you know, American parts were a lot cheaper than, um, you know, foreign parts and, you know, the mileage on the vehicle, you know, so I'll, you know, pretty much weighing out the pros and cons. And um, some some of the vehicles needed some work, which I could do. So, um, at the same sense, um, I was looking for a new cell phone. So, I was weighing out pros and cons. You know, one of them, um, the phone I ended up picking, you know, it had a smaller screen, um, but it had a lot more internal memory. And um, the processor was faster, but the megapixels on the rear-facing camera were a lot smaller, but... At the same sense, I am not a huge picture person, you know. To me, 10 megapixels and 14 megapixels to 20 megapixels really doesn't make that much of a difference to me. I'm not a professional photographer, so that didn't matter so much. So again, I was weighing out the pros and the cons. And so I'm sitting there thinking, something occurred to me, and I forget what it was, but she had mentioned something. And I forget what it was. I wish I could remember what it was, but wait a minute. I wonder if I actually sat down with her. Now she understands what I've been talking about with the pros and cons with the car and the cell phone. If I showed her all the pros when she's in her good mode, the good person in her, and the cons of when she's the bad person. And not just, you know, a bitch, but like what a bitch can do and like, you know, the, the ramifications and, you know, the drawbacks and you know, how it affects everybody, um, so I said, damn, I'm gonna do this, so I literally sat down, and I think it probably took me a couple of hours, and I wrote down all the pros and cons, so I said to her, I said, can you do me a huge favor, I said, when you have a little bit, I'd, I'd like to do something, I, I want to show you something, and I explained to her, you know, about the pros and cons, I said, I, I did something, I said, I did some pros and cons, on you, and I was wondering if you'd give me a chance to, you know, let me explain it to you, and she's like, what do you mean, so I explained to her, and I said, you know, this is a good thing, I said, you know, everybody likes hearing good things about themselves, so what I told her was, I said, and I told this many times, I said, there is more good in your little finger than most people have in their entire body, so I said, you know, you have a plus over so many people. So I said, I'm going to start with the pros. Now, we're talking about when you're in your good mode. I said, you're kind. And I said, these aren't just, you know, cliches. I said, you are. You're kind. You're caring. You're very selfless. I said, you know, you're lovable. You're compassionate. I said, you know... The things that you do, you know, you'll wake up in the morning, give me a kiss, you know, can I make you a coffee, sweetheart? I said, you make waking up glorious. I said, you know, sometimes it's just like you just want to lay there, don't want to do anything. I said, when you do something like that, you I don't care how tired I am, you make me just want to wake up and look at you and enjoy my day because you just gave it a huge jump start. So I said, you make my mornings brighter. And I said... You know, everything, you, you're you're romantic. I said, not just romantic, you think romantically. Like, if you set up a romantic evening, you know, you go all out. You know, you sit with the rose petals on the bed, you know, candles, music. And, I mean, I gave her a whole list of pros. And I mean a whole list. And 
And I told her, I said, now, the cons, I said, now, you can see the list of pros were, my God, I think it was like three pages long. And I said, the cons were only like two pages long. But each con (laughs) was, you know, taking away like three or four of the pros. You know, even though like one word, you know, had bad ramifications um, so when I, you know, after, you know, what I did first was I gave her all the glorious things, and I said, now, let's go into the, and, and I told her from the beginning, because first of all, a lot of people with BPD don't like being attacked, they feel, always feel like they're being cornered, like they're being singled out, like they're different, and that's one thing I didn't want to do, is make her feel like she was different, so I told her, I said, listen, I said, before you even say anything, I said, I could write down pros and cons about myself. You could write pros and cons about myself. And I'm sure your list is going to be a little bit different than mine. You know, I may have 20 pros. You may show 15 pros. I may show 30 cons. You may show 50 cons, you know, about me. So I said, not only did I do it, you know, about you, I did it about myself. And I would love for you to take the opportunity and make your list of pros and cons about me. I would love to know your critique about me. You know, critique me, please. So, uh, you know, and afterwards, she did tell me, she goes, number one, I thought you were going to attack me. And she goes, one thing I really appreciate is how you did, did the pros and cons on yourself as well. And then offered me to do pros and cons on you. And that... Because I, I listen, you know, you know, it's not just about listening, it's about what you hear. And, you know, you can listen all day long, but it's what you hear. And I hear a lot of the things I didn't used to hear, you know. And that was one of the things I, when we split up, she said it wasn't so much, so much of the things that I didn't do. It was the things that, I'm sorry, it was, wasn't was always the things that I did. It was the things I didn't do. And like I said, you know, a lot of times when I'd go up and tell her I love you, it wasn't because I wanted her to know that I loved her. It was because I wanted to hear her say she loved me. So it was immediately a selfish remark waiting for an answer, you know. And then right away, you know, when you catch somebody off guard you know, okay, I love you too. And then I'd be like, well, you didn't sound like you really mean it. Well, when you catch somebody off guard, I mean, you know, that's what I mean. It's, you you can't say you love somebody and expect them to answer back the way you expect to have it answered back because you need to hear it at that time. You know what, if you're going to be selfish, you can't expect, you know, you know, an honest, you know, in the tone that you want to hear it. You know, I'm sorry about that, but selfishness never pays off. It just doesn't. So I told her from now on, and this is weird because I, I told her, when I say I love you, do not say it back, and I don't expect you to say it back, unless you feel like you want to at that time. But you know what? I'm telling you I love you not to hear it back. I'm telling you I love you because I want you to know that I love you. You know, and we've all become accustomed to saying I love you, I love you too. Now, yes, that's you know, uh, become um, a custom, you know, when you're saying goodbye to somebody or, you know, saying farewell, but just to walk up to somebody and go, I love you, you know, 
99% of the people expect to hear, hello, you know, I love you too. But the way it should be is walk up to that person out of the blue. Don't do it just because they look sad or they, they're staring off into space and you think they might need to hear it. That's one reason. But just out of the blue, walk by, touch them on the shoulder, look them in the eye and say, I love you, and give them a kiss. And then walk away. Don't stand there and wait for them to say it back. You know, don't even wait for a response. Give them a little wink and just continue on what you were doing. Or if you do feel that they're sad and they need a little bit of a lift, go over and say, I love you. You know, but don't. you got to get out of the habit of saying it just because you want to hear it back. But anyways, I'm getting a little off track. What I was saying was when, um, so when I did the pros and cons and I let her know the cons, the whole thing, you have to think of, I thought of the outcome from the beginning. And I, if I went into this by going, I just want to do the pros and cons against you, she would have been like, what am I being attacked? I'm being cornered because that's what people with BPD especially my wife, does not like. So, like I said, I went into it already by saying, you know, I did it first, but I also critiqued myself and did my own pros and cons. And I would love, I'm actually begging you, can you do pros and cons against me and see how you kind of compared to my list? Because I was really honest and I put down my cons. And to be honest with you, I think I really beat myself up and probably put down more cons than I thought I was going to put down. You know, so I let her know it wasn't an attack against her. And not only did I just offer her to do it for me, I told her I already wrote down my bad things. Um, because I found that a lot. You know, she'd be like, you know, oh, you're always attacking me. So in arguments, a lot of times I've always said, you know, I know I'm not perfect. I know I've screwed up. But so I always have been starting with me, my faults. But, you know, because by going to her first, it always feels like it's an attack. So, you know, you have to treat every relationship different, you know, depending on if they have a disorder or not or how that person is. Some people you can just say, you know, I don't like the way you're doing this, blah, blah, blah. With my wife, like I said, I've become accustomed to, you know, I know I'm not perfect and I know I've done this and that, but, so I always start with me first so that she doesn't feel like she's being pushed into a corner and that it's not just all about attacking her, you know. Um, but on the other hand, it's because it is also a selfish disorder and, you know, it can't be all about attacking her. Now, if it was all good things, that's different. It can be all about her, but not when you're attacking. So, um, we went over the pros and cons and, um, to be honest with you, excuse me, um, it actually was a positive, um, therapy. It was very positive therapy. Um, I kind of giggled and, you know, some of the things. And, you know, she said, you know, um, when you wake up in the morning before you have your cup of coffee, you know, even if I haven't done nothing, you're an asshole. And I said, an asshole? I said, I'm a wicked asshole. Oh, oh no, I joked around. I said, I go, are you kidding me? I'm an asshole? And she goes, yeah, you are when you don't have your coffee. I go, no, 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 listen, I'm not an asshole. I'm a wicked asshole when I have my coffee. And she kind of giggled a little bit. And I said, no, I admit that. <laughs> and I said, actually, I was going to say I'm a bear, but yeah, an asshole, that's a better way to put it. So I kind of joked around with it like that, and we turned it into, um, it was a therapy like I've never heard of. I've never heard of anybody doing pros and cons. I mean, it might be out there, but I've never heard of it. 
But like I said, I got the idea from, you know, her looking at a car and me, um, you know, looking at a phone. And it really turned out to be a positive therapy session. I was really impressed. And, you know, when we got done, I said, you know, if we can both focus more on our pros. Um, oh, no, no, this is what I said. I said, you know, you know, obviously we have our pros. We don't need to focus on those because we both recognize those are things that make each one of us happy. I'm going to focus on my cons because there are things I didn't realize that really upset you um, a lot more than I thought. And I apologize for that. I really do. And because I love you. And I didn't just say, like, I always said, instead of just saying, I'm going to change this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I would always give a reason. And I said, because I love you, I'm going to change and do this. I didn't realize how much it really did upset you. And I apologize. So I'm definitely going to work on that. So I always, um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, I acknowledged, you know, how bad it had hurt her. Um, you know, I affirmed it. And, you know, even if I thought it wasn't that big of a deal, it's not about me. It was about what bothered her, what hurt her. You know, what the cons were. The cons were what bothers her. You know, even if I don't think it's a big deal, that's not what this is about. My cons were about her feelings, what hurt her. Her. And her cons were what hurt my feelings. But as much as I tried as I could to keep the focus on making it feel like it wasn't all about her, I had to, like, keep redirecting myself because at any point if she felt like I was attacking her or it was kind of like an ambush, it would have wrecked the entire therapy. So... Um, but it, it worked out well. It, it got a lot of things on the table that I hadn't seen on the table in 30 years. Um, but definitely in the past three years since we've been trying to get back together. So, my advice to any of you, give it a shot. Like I said, but you, you gotta do it, understand your person in particular. And understand if they feel like they get cornered and attacked. Um, but also the disorder itself. Like I said, do a pro and con on yourself and be 100% honest. And then do a pro and con of them. And then when you start the session, tell them, I did it on myself first. And um, I definitely am not perfect. And I'm sure I missed many cons. And I'm sure I missed many pros. But I would definitely, I'm actually begging you, can you please do a pro and con on me? So I can kind of see where we are in alignment because I love you and if I'm doing things that are good, I want to keep them going good. And if I'm doing things that are bad, the cons, I love you that much that I'm willing to change them or do whatever I can because I want to weigh this out enough where you know that I'm doing everything I can to make you happy because that's how much I love you, you know, and you know, then continue on with, you know, their pros and cons. But, like I said, you've got to balance it out. If you look, if it looks like an ambush in any way, like, you know, I see what this is. It, yeah, this is, yeah, you know what I mean? If they feel like you're being ambushed, it's not going to work. And if they feel like you're attacking them, it's not going to work. Because they're going to feel like, wow, this is all about me. What are you, Mr. and Mrs. Perfect? So, give it a shot. Plan it out. Um, you know, do a little play run in your head. See how you could play it out. And um, give it a shot. But when it came down in the end, it was positive. 
I got a positive feeling. I got a smile from her. And I feel like there was a layer of that egg being cracked. You know, a little bit more that she's letting me into her life again. And any little bit means a lot to me. Because I'm accepting little things towards her, into her heart. It means the world to me. And I take that as a positive. I don't sit there and go, oh my God, you know, I... Oh, geez, I thought for sure she'd let me move right back in and this and that. No. If it just means, you know, that there may be that one week where she doesn't make me leave after three nights and I get to stay there a few more nights, to me it's worth it. It's three more nights that I get to be with the woman of my dreams, the woman I love with all my heart and soul. Because I do. I love that woman more than the breath. I'm sorry, than the air that I breathe. And I think anybody who's listening to my podcast knows that for sure. <laughs> I love that woman. I love her, I love her, I love her. But anyway, so that's the end of this episode. Um, I hope maybe it's helpful for you. Like I said, I was pretty excited to put it out there because I had some positive results from it, and I was really excited to throw it out there to you guys. So if you want to shoot me an email and let me know how it worked for you or you know, if you have any um, tips, um, maybe how you did it and if it worked or not, um, and I can share it. Maybe I can do a part two on this and take some um, listener feedback and throw it on the air. But anyways, um, good luck to all of you, and just remember what I always say, love the woman or the man in your life that has BPD, because they find it so hard to love themselves. When you love them, hold on to them and love them as long as you can. They're special people. They didn't ask for this disorder. They didn't beg for it, and they're very confused. Sometimes they don't even know themselves in their own skin. Just love them. I know I love my wife. (laughs) Oh, God, do I love her. But anyways, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Have yourself a great evening, great day, whatever it may be. Think positive. And just remember, what you put out there in the universe comes right back at you, good or bad. So be careful what you wish for. God bless you. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show, and please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again, and have a happy life.